Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to my two cents podcast episode 15 which is entitled that soundbite is from queens bohemian rap city just to give credit to them now before i get on into the interview with my mother let me read out the food uh national food days for the rest of this week today march 28th today is black forest cake day tomorrow march 29th is chefron cake day march 30th Hot Chicken Day and Turkey Neck Soup Day. March 31st, Oysters on Half Shell Day and Clam Day. April 1st, Soy Lint Green Day and Sourdough Bread Day. April 2nd, PB&J Day and April 3rd, Chocolate Mousse Day. I decided to interview my mother because I wanted to give you guys a little glimpse of how me and my mom uh, communicate and show you the type of person that she is. I think you would get a glimpse of what type of person she is, the type of beliefs that she uh, believes in and the topics that we do talk about. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. And without wasting any more of you guys' time, here is the interview. And I am here with my mother. Now, before I do, before my mother says anything, let me just prop my mom up for a minute. This is my mother. This is woman has carried me for, I don't know how many months, but I believe nine, ten, the regular amount that women do carry. But anyway, she has called me Curious George. I have her under my phone as my agent. She is my rock. She is this family's rock. But other than that, she is just... Well, we don't want to call her Superwoman, but she is Superwoman. Um, I don't know what, how much other adjectives or descriptors I need to introduce my mom. Oh, yeah, the greatest mom in the world. I can do that. So, yeah, let me introduce you to my mother slash my agent, Mom. Hi. Uh, the reason why I put my mom on this is because me and my mom be having conversations in, like, vehicles and in... Anywhere, just not in public, but like anywhere in the car or inside the home. And we just have conversations from about from one thing to another and it gets in depth and sometimes just go deep with the conversation as you're going to find out with this conversation. I mean, are going to have Uh matter of fact, let's just start right now. Mom. Hi. <laughs> hi. How you doing, Gerald? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing fine. Ma, as you know, this uh, as right here, because I see you, you see me. Uh. Let's talk about mm, Kirk, Kirk Franklin, but not really Kirk Franklin, just the idea of parents and children, the parent and children dynamic. Me and you have a understanding and it's not different than any other child and parent understanding. I give you respect. You give me respect. It's not that I automatically have to just give you respect because you're my parent. No, you have done things that warranted respect and i have done things that warrant respect from you but i'm not crazy out of my mind as uh certain children deem themselves as in um you're the parent you're supposed to do this and all that and i'm just supposed to just be like okay thank you and not give off that type of respect back right um yes 
Okay. So with that being deemed, and let me give you guys a little backstory about Kirk Franklin and basically what I'm getting at here. Kirk Franklin a couple weeks ago had a video like leaked out from his son. And in that video, it was him, Kirk Franklin, just cussing out his son. Now, backstory about Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin is a gospel, big, pro, uh, profound gospel artist. And as I've said in one of my later episodes about the church, whenever you are doing something in the church, and then something happens to go awry, you get looked at in a different way. So Kirk Franklin ended up having to make an apology video for cussing out his son. Now, here's the little caveat to this. His son wasn't like 7, 10, or even like 15 or 16. His son's about a good 32-odd man. He's a man. So, Mom, what is your opinion on uh, Kirk having to just apologize to the rest of the world for just cussing out his son who's basically a man 32 well first of all i think that he needs to apologize to his son um and people might say why apologize to his son first of all that's his son that's his child he's the grown-up i don't care how old um a child will be your 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 child how old he gets i don't care they say oh he's 30 and, you know, this and this and that. Yeah, but I am old. And if my mother and father was here, which they're not, um, they're still my parents. And I just think that he need to have to apologize to his son first. And then come out here and apologize. I'm pretty sure this ain't his first time cussing him out. He just got caught. And there was a reason why his son um, taped him. Now, was he supposed to go and tell the uh, United States of America, the, the media? No. But he should have told his father, you know, I know I taped you, right? So, you know, let, let's, let's just make this right. And usually people apologize for something that they got caught doing. And it ain't their first time doing it. So I'm pretty sure Kurt Franklin and cussed him out so many times. He said, well, let me tape this to let the world see that this man, as a gospel singer, is a cusser. Um, children has feelings. And what do you think about that, Drew? Okay, here's my deal with Kirk Franklin and the son uh, situation. Do I think that Kirk should have cussed out his son? Oh, a little backstory to it, by the way. The son only released a certain portion of the situation the scenario so let me throw that out there he didn't release all of it so we don't know everything yeah. we're only going off yeah. of what the son did release yeah. and what was released yeah. was could have been damaging to Kirk franklin but it's not because everybody realized that he's a 32 year old man but let me get back to that he's a 32 year old man yeah but still he's okay listen he's 32 now he's crying been... out for help he wants his father everybody wants their parents did you want me of course. Okay, then you can be you can be sixty seven years old. Mama could be hundred. They still look after them. They still looking for all that mother and father love. He looking for that love, girl. Okay. And I really felt like the media should have said something, um, too about that. You know, yeah, you were wrong for you know telling us about your father, and such a much cussing him out. But, in the same time, he's trying to cry out for help. I really feel like this this boy, this young man. 
is crying out for help. Oh, he's 30-some years old. Should he leak it? No, he was wrong for leaking it. But Kurt Franklin was extra wrong for doing all that cussing out your son. Come on, dude. Do I believe a parent should cuss at a son at their child? I believe whenever it's warranted. And what I mean by that is this. If your son happened to steal out of a place and now you got to bail him out or something, then, okay, you have free reign over that. And I believe there should be a limit to it where you like, okay, you're upset, you're heated, you're going to have some words fly out, but then after that, you cool yourself down, like, okay, you say, like, all right, yo, I didn't, I apologize for how it came out, but I'm upset with you. Like, your message was told, but your tone might have been different after you get all the anger out, because I believe as humans, we always go with emotions first, and then after that, we always seep down after emotions come out. Yeah. We have to rationale and be like, okay, I probably went too hard out, too hard on them on this and I got to now come back and like, okay, listen, my message stays the same. Yeah. The way that I said it was wrong. I want you to do better. That's the reason why I'm upset with you, this and that and such. Now with the Kirk Franklin issue, I don't know everything, but off the clip that we did get, Kirk shouldn't have cussed him out. He should have just hung up the phone. Yes. I think people get, like I said before, just a couple seconds ago, people get, we get wrapped up in our emotions. Yeah. We're emotion-based individuals. <laughs> he ended up hanging up the phone after he cussed him out. So he well, should have held the phone I, before he cussed him out. That's what I'm saying. His emotions came in first. He led, he, he led in with emotions first. That's as, true. As soon as, as soon as you feel that conversation about the term left, we have that decision. Either A, we can leave from this conversation, or either B, we can entertain and also get hyped up with it. And usually, more or less, we always get hyped up with it. Now, under the tutelage of you and my father, I was raised up. If you're going, if you feel that something's about to happen, just walk away. So, because we don't need you to do something that you're going to regret, and if we have, if you do something. We don't need to be trying to bail you out of a situation. Yeah. Because that's not going to look good on you. That's true. So I think Kirk should have hang up. But now he has certain people might say, well, he's the father. He could talk to his kid. No, no, no. no he can't talk to him any kind of way. No, no. And that's the and that's the whole thing about I was scared for his son. To tell you the honest, got true. Not because he cussed him out, because of how the media came about it. I really was. I was scared for him. I was really, con I was absolutely concerned. And the reason why I was concerned, yeah, Kurt Franklin is human. Yeah, people make some mistakes. Understand that. But you're going to keep making them same mistakes. Come on. And you're supposed to be this person in the church. That's another thing that I got a problem with. You in the church, right? Now, you in, now, I'm not, like I said, everybody's human. And you make mistakes. As the media say, you know, he makes mistakes. Everybody's not perfect. Understand, I'm not perfect. Got it. But like I told you before, he got taped because this has happened more than one time. Usually when you're taping somebody, you already had that encounter with that person already. Now you're going to tape them. Now this ain't the first time Kirk did this. I don't believe it is. As being oh. a parent and being a human, I don't think it's the first time doing it. And that's the problem, and I'm not trying to get off the subject, but that's the problem with people that's not saved and sanctified, looking at people that is saved and sanctified in the church. They're like, oh, the church people ain't nothing. Because look at Kurt Franklin. He didn't cuss up a storm, and everybody's, everybody's forgiving that. 
Now, while I was saying that I was scared for his son, I was scared for his son because they were so bashing him, which they should have said, son, you was wrong. But, Kurt, you was even wrong because you are the parent. And this, this young man was crying out for your help. He wants your love. Can you love him? Absolutely can, but it's, it's, you got to get some help somewhere. And I thought the boy was going to commit suicide. The suicide rate is so up right now. I really thought his boy was going to just do something to himself. Because how the media was going about, yeah, he's 30-something years old. Um, he's, not a, he's not seven, he's not eight. Yeah, he's not seven and eight, but sometimes you could be seven or eight in your mind because you want your parent love. Even though I'm the parent and you're the child for me. You're <laughs> always going to be my child. Mm -hmm. I look at you as my child regardless. Your brother's older, you know, mid-30s, and I still look at him as my baby. And if we get into a conversation, mm -hmm. right, yep. and somebody hang up the phone, which I hope that'll never happen, and no. you don't call in a while, and they said, well, they didn't call me. You're the parent. You call that child. Say, all right, what's going on? What's going on? Are you, you all in your feelings again? Get out the feelings. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. See, we, see that's the... See, but I can't hold everybody to that standard. That's what should happen. Yeah. That's what should. But then again, certain... As we've seen in the entertainment industry, as we've seen... In the entertainment industry, yeah. Through the, we have seen through movies in which movies have depicted certain things from personal life experiences. Yeah. And even though we've seen in reality shows and even through real life conversations with people, mm -hmm. certain parents and children dynamics are different, completely different that you wouldn't even think that it should be like that because you, because yeah. you would think that, okay, here's my parent. Here's my other parent. They, they came together. They made me, I am the product of them. And then you would think the idea is, okay, I was, Made by them, I'm being brought up by them, I'm going to be cared for by them. It doesn't matter how old I get, yeah. they will always be there to look out for me. Well, definitely. But sometimes that's not always the case. And I'm not so sure with... Do I think that was a call for... Okay, what I'm getting at is, do I think that was a call for help that Kirk's son did? Probably, but it was probably... The delivery was just different. It was wrong. I'm not saying it wasn't wrong. I'm not saying that he wasn't wrong. He never should out your family personal life on, on oh, the media. I mm -hmm. understand that. But I just don't like how the media even did it though. But that's what it, but that's what the media is. When you throw it out there, it's it's live it's live bait. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's live bait to the media. We go people that, are gonna I run off and grab it. I had that mother uh motherly love thing. I just wanna get to him and curl, cuddle him and say, you know, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. I, I, because I heard I held all parent, all parent, including myself, in a way that you got you got children. These are children. I don't care if you 50, 60, 70, you still that person's you're you're still a child to to the parent. You say, I'm grown. You ain't never grown with you, your parent. You ain't never grown to me, Jer. You're never gonna be going to me. I don't I, care. I know. Now, when you get married, they say, "Okay, I'm I'm gonna leave you alone." You know. We're gonna get to that topic in a minute. I told you about this yeah, marriage thing. We're okay. gonna get to that in a minute. All right. Uh, I I know you're always gonna be, you're you're I'm never gonna be an you're gonna be my baby adult in nope. your mindset. Sure enough. 
you're always going to look at me as your your child. Yeah. I know this. I, all my brothers know this. Mm-hmm. And my sister knows this. We all know this. I just think that you, even going back to your sentiment, you put every parent in a category of how can a parent even do this? Exactly. And in everybody's mind, logically, that is what that mindset should be. Everybody as a whole unit, as this whole entire world, as a parent, even as a child, you should look at a parent like, how can they do this? Mm-hmm. But on that flip side of the coin, you got to move as the protocol is going. And what I'm stating is, whenever a parent is showing you, okay, I don't care for you or something something like that, you can't always expect for that parent to always show up. It's just like the parent that doesn't show up for the Little League games. You do Little League, you might have one parent show up. You might want dad to show, for, show up for that game. And then dad don't show up. You come home, he's there, and he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry I missed it. I'll go to the next one, okay? Go to the next one. You're waiting for your dad. You see your mom. You see your aunts and uncles. No dad there. He said he's going to come, so now you're holding down for that hope. Doesn't show up. He go, You go back home, and dad's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Again, okay, you're so now to say, when you you're stop, constantly. When you going to stop doing it? When you going to stop looking for it? That's the thing. I believe whenever a parent... Or anybody in any life, you can be a parent or an associate or anything. Whenever they say they're going to be there and they're not there, I believe that in your mind, yes, you're going to be disappointed, but I believe that you should stop looking for that, the validation or whatever you're trying to seek for from them. Because they're already showing you that they're they're not going to be there. Now, there's the difference if they're working or they're out like on a vacation, work trip, or something like that, and they actually have a reason why they actually can't be there. But if they can't be there, or no, I'm not going to say they can't be there, if they choose not to be there, and they constantly make up some type of excuse, that should already start showing you, okay, I should stop looking for that from them. Start looking and seeing, okay, what can they do? And just base that... Base your whatever you need from them around, okay, I could probably get money from him because he's always got money. He's always willing to throw money out. He might not be able to throw me out of affection, but if I need money, all right, I can go to him or I can go to her for money. Cool, fine. And you always got that one parent that always can throw you out love and affection. That's what I'm basically trying to state. You work within the parameters of what somebody is showing you. And if you decide that you can't work with that, just stop looking for whatever you're trying to look from that person. Yeah. But sometimes it takes a long time for that to... It takes a long time for that to happen. It takes a long time for that to happen. No, we're not even talking about Kurt. No, I don't feel like I'm talking about Kurt no more. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about individual as um, a person. But as a parent, I just feel that your child's always going to look for you to be the super person in in their lives, period. I mean, and it's not like turning their back on a child. Because, okay, you go to college, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Now, what I've been hearing, and, and some, and, and TV, and even people that I talk to, and and uh, I hear that, okay, they're in, they're in school, they're going to make a way for themselves. I think, I think that's kind of hard. 
for a child. And everybody said I cuddle my kids. I don't I don't I don't think I cuddle you. I just feel that I had it rough. I had it rough when I was a child. As far as um I'm not gonna say okay, let me let me get this right. I had it rough after I got out my parents' house. And I had the firstborn, Franklin. I had it rough. Your father went to the service and I was home with Franklin. And I just don't want nothing. When you have it rough, I feel like, I just feel like I don't want my child to have it rough. I'm going to try to make it easy as possible. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, like, do you think I should let you go? Or do you think a parent should be like, okay, enough is enough? I believe that a parent should, I'm not going to say let their kid go. Because that's, that's going to be preposterous. That's never going to happen over even, even in this Family dynamic. Oh, I know certain families let them go. I've heard stories about it, but the thing is, every parent is different. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what you do. But I only speak for us, um, and my feeling towards what we do. What we do is, and this is off the account of what I've seen and what has been stated. What we do is we look out for one another. We're we're we we allow you to go and do what you need to do, but we're not going to say if you fall on your face you got to pick yourself up and like dust your stuff and like we're not there for you no we're going to be there for you if you fall on your face hey you fall on your face all right but you know we're here you're not just like dust in the wind okay you're not flailing out like just out there by yourself no no no, no. we're in arm's reach. we're right here give us a phone call hey all right what you need what's up that's the type of thing that we have where you know what I know this is kind of this is gonna. I'm not gonna say it's causes any backlash. We're in a way the royal family in a way. No, we're not. <laughs> not, it, not not like that. Listen, 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 listen. Just just hear me out. Hear me right, out. Yeah, I, I'm gonna hear you. That was it. Just just, just right, follow I'm me. Hear this one. All right. You see Queen Elizabeth. You see the husband. You still see Charles, and then you see his well William now. Mm-hmm. But before then, you saw William and Harry. Yeah. All of them fell under. What their role was. Harry and William had to do things for the Queen. And if they know they got in trouble, they all have the royal monarchy and everything backing behind them. They still were able to do what they needed to do. But if they needed help, they were able to make the phone call. How you know that? They're under a trust. Okay. That's how I know. They're all under right. a trust. And even though Harry now, since he has Meghan, might not be under the trust of the public eye. We don't know what him and his grandmother do talk about. They have made it, they have made it, confirmed it, that Harry still talks to his grandmother. Harry and Megan still talk to the grandmother, but that means I tracking here. William and Harry were able to go off, do their business, but at a blink of an eye, if they needed help, they were able to call up the Royal Palace and take, and they were, the Royal Palace were either able to send some money or send some care or tell them, hey, oh, come no. back home. And they were able to regroup know, and strategize. Really? That's what we do we here. We do that, but we ain't no royal family. That's for sure. I'm not. That's what I said. That was that we. Don't put me in that. Boat. That's what I was trying to say. It was gonna sound like we're in the backlash. No, we're not in that. But in the mindset, we just take care of each other. That's here, what I'm getting that's at. We no, ain't no royal family. Not. I know what you're saying, but let me get that one off. That was it. Let me just. Paraphrase yeah. that because yeah. <laughs> I say I know this is gonna sound like we a take care of each deal. other. We do, we take care of each other, yeah, yeah. But when you get married, what do you think? I mean, what I think, 
I told and you. After, the, after you get married, I'm not going gonna, gonna, gonna to knock on your door. Yeah. Okay. Y'all be people. <laughs> Mom, you're doing too much. I know. You're going to knock on my door at what? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out. You know, you, you know how I get down. I believe that whenever I'm with somebody and you're my mother... See, okay, let me let me let me just put a screech to this right now. My mom loves everybody. She works around and works with people. She's not a despicable person to like. My mom is you might hear that from a lot of people, and then you meet the mother and they're like, oh my god, she's despicable. No, my mom is literally not despicable at all. This is legit. If you have a problem with my mother, that makes me look at you like, okay, what do you... First, I'm, I'm going to look at you like, hey, I'm going to have a conversation. Okay, what do you not like about my mom then? Talk to me. Tell me something so I can at least see it from your eyes and see... Because I might have a blind spot to something that she did or whatever. Talk to me. But there will always be a little bit of bias because that's my mother. I've seen her loving side. I've seen her evil side. I know what she's capable of if she gets upset. I know what she's capable of whenever she loves people. I know these things. So when the time comes and I, I'm not ever, never getting married, I'm going to be just me and my go partner again. going to be together. Me and my partner, yes. What do you mean by partner? Partner, okay. I'm a heterosexual man. I'm a man that goes one way. Yeah, I let, like females. That, that's why. That's why. Let me just state <laughs> that right there. Okay. I like females. And what I mean by partner is I don't think, I'm going to get married because I have seen couples that have been together for a relationship for five years and then they get an engagement and then they get married. And then after that one year or even a couple months, they are splitsville. They are done. That divorce, they got a divorce and somehow they come out bitter towards one another. And it's weird to me because I'm a man that works with math and numbers and I'm trying to figure out, okay, what happened here? I'm a strategic type dude. And Every time I see, okay, like right now, Kim, Kim and Kanye, they were together for, I'm not sure, oh. Kim and Kanye. They're, uh, oh, Kim and Kanye. Yes, okay. they were they were together. They have children, but now it's now been confirmed they're getting a divorce. Weird to me, but okay. It's not my business, but I'm just weird. And then you can look at every divorce that has happened from Hollywood, even during this COVID time, where you desperately had to cling on to one another. But then somehow, Splitsville, divorce, 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 or, or, or we are, we're separated. I'm not, my mind doesn't set for that. When we're together, we're together. That's right. But if you want to leave, that is perfectly fine for me, but I'm not having government trying to step in and tell me, okay, you got to pay her this much. <laughs> you got to do this. You got to oh, set wow. this aside. And No, 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 no. Okay. I believe that me and her can easily talk to one another without lawyers and without Uncle Sam being into our business. That's me. And I don't believe every relationship is meant for marriage. Me personally, I don't believe every relationship is meant to marry. I believe that certain people are just meant to be together and just without that whole marriage, husband, and wife title. I'm shocked that you said that because me and your dad have been together since I was 14. Okay. You guys have been together since you were 14, but that was what year? 1980. That was a long time ago. Okay. People are not built the same way anymore. People are not built. Me and your father have been together for 30 38 years. 38 years. You get that 38. Almost 40. People are not built that way anymore. 
People are not built. Yeah, people. but you have to. But you mm-hmm. have to work. Everything is work. Everything is hard too. It ain't. It ain't peaches and cream. You're not supposed. Every time you get mad with somebody, you're not supposed to just say a divorce or I'm done with you. Because when you take them vows, that's it. I mean, you really gotta like stick it out. See now, see, see, there it is. I'm gonna keep on saying people are not built the unless way that they you, used to be. Unless you're abused. Unless you're See, abusing and he's just abusing you and, and hitting on you and stuff like that, I don't know where the divorce coming at. I really don't. See, that's where we have the idea that that's where we all come to the agreement that uh, hitting on one another is not good. No, it's never good. No, that's, that's when that's, you. That's, that's when yeah, you're like, you, okay, you, you split. Yeah, 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 the heat and stuff, the domestic violence and the and the nastiness and all that. As far as domestic, the domestic violence, don't have to always be hitting. It can be the talk. I mean, it, it's a. He, it's the way you ought to respect the person regardless of the fact. You can get heated and talk junk, and they talk junk, and, but you, you stay in your corners and you come back out. But all that, what you see on LMN, or Lifetime, whatever, mm-hmm. another, uh, when you see domestic violence as far as him saying all kind of stuff to you and doing all kind of stuff, that's different. But anything else, like money, finances, or get sick, or it's better for worse. See, that's the thing. I'm going to keep on saying it every time. People are not built the same way that they used to. I'm going to give you guys this analogy back in what we've studied over here. What Coliseum times, people will get stabbed with swords that are thick. They get stabbed, they get bandaged up, and they were still able to go out. Stab somebody now with that type of sword or anything. We're dying off of mad blood drainage. (laughs) Blood is leaking. And we are dying on the spot. Our <laughs> skins are not as thick as it once was. Same thing with our emotions. I believe our emotions have gotten thinner as time goes by. You see a lot of videos where people talk about, okay, here's grandma and grandpa. Okay, grandma, grandpa, how long have you guys been together? Um, uh, 65 or 70 years. How do you guys stay together? Well, there was one video that grandma just straight up just said, uh, part deaf and part blind. <laughs> that is so true. But that's true, though. That's so true. And what you meant by that is that I'm sometimes I don't even hear him, and sometimes I don't even see him. Exactly. You can't hear him and see him all the time. People got to be seen and seen and heard every waking moment. That's the thing. We've gotten this new crop of individuals have gotten used to the image of social media and everything else. You got to post everything on the gram. If you don't take a photo with the person that you're involved with, that's a problem. If you're not posting it up on social media, making a post about your uh, significant other, that's a problem. If you uh, don't take your supposed uh, one out, your spouse out, on a date, because that person saw another couple out on a date on social media. Why don't we go to this restaurant? And then you go to find out that restaurant has cost mad money. Like I said, we, this new crop has based their relationship status and everything around social media. Some, some, some ladies do. Some, some men do. But you got to find that right one. Everybody, everybody's not meant for the same person. Everybody's different. You just got to find that right person. I believe you will one day. And you'll get married, too. 
I don't see myself getting and married. And after you get married, you have that kid, and you hand the kid off to me. See, I'm going to have a kid. I'm not. <laughs> let's not get it twisted. I'm going to have a kid, but I don't see myself getting married. I think me and my uh, partner are going to be all right. I think we're not going to get. I'm. I'm making it clear as front so they won't get shocked or anything. And I'll break down my reasoning now. It's up to them if they actually want to continue a relationship with the relationship and see where this heads. Or if they just like, okay, cool. He laid it out. I don't want to do it. And that's cool. I'm always going to say what I believe in whenever you first meet me or if I'm on a first date or something. People might say, Gerald, you're kind of laying it on thick on the first. No, I want you to know where my head Yeah, you are laying it on thick on the first date. You're running that girl away from here. You have to let... Okay. You don't even know if you like each other for that. Yet. I'm not... Okay. Let me lean back over that. You probably about the third date or fourth date in. Okay, that's what okay. you want to say. After you spend time texting and everything, because then that's people relation people with emotion. Yet again, we are emotion filled creatures. We start to feel a certain type of way about an individual, and then you already start romanticizing in your own head. So I want you to understand where my head is at for the long term. I'm a long term thinker type dude. I'm a big picture type. I can always get across the bridge when I got to get across that bridge. That's fine. But the bigger plan, the bigger objective yeah. is I'm not, not getting married. I'm not getting married. I want to stick together with this person, but I'm not going to get married. Now, we can do a little ceremony where we commit ourselves to one another. That's cool and fine. People might say, well, Joe, don't you just mean marriage? No, I'm not saying have the government. You sign a piece of paper and all this type of stuff. And no, 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 because then you got to. When you get a divorce, you sign it all, sign a divorce paper off, and you got all that type of thing. I, no, 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 no. I, you know me. I am a fair man. I'm a fair guy. I was. I take credit when I take credit, and I more like more or less. I don't like taking credit even on stuff that I do because I'm not a credit fill type guy. I'm a lean back, do what I have to do. So and then, just, so, so you just saying that you just you know just don't want nothing to happen. Because you think marriage is the type of thing that is like you uh, uh, like that person and you it's okay. We, we dating and stuff. But soon that marriage come, everything goes awry. Everything like I own you. It's like an owner thing. That what you're thinking. I think that's what you're thinking. Is see, that what you're saying? See, even with that, is something clicks within the human psyche whenever you get married and you get dropped with the title. Wife, husband, marriage. Something gets dropped. You can be together with that person for five years, six years, ten years. And you guys might have arguments and everything, but you guys are still good. But then somehow you guys get married and then, what, what, five years, what, two years later, um, we decided to separate. Oh, we got into a divorce. Hold up. What happened? You guys were together for ten years. You guys get married, what, two years, three years, five years later, divorce? What happened? Well, how many kids you want? Since you don't want to get married, then how many kids do you would you like to have? Right now, as right now, I can only think of what I'm an even number dude, so probably about four children. Oh wow! Okay, that's cool. Four, yeah. Okay, that's a good number. I'm not trying to like big up the number new, but that's my ideal, like yeah. the number four. 
Six, I'm already thinking, okay, that's that's that's, that's wild. A lot. That's wild. That's... <laughs> but if you do, you do. I don't, of course, I don't. Of course, if I do, if I do. You got you know, Years you know. ago, you had large families. Not now. I mean, people don't have large families no more. I mean, some of them do. Some of them do. But years back, they have 11. I think my mother, siblings, my aunts and uncles, I think it was like 11 or 12 people. Like, wow. I'm a, I'm six out of seven myself. My mm-hmm. mom has seven. So, yeah, as 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 it goes by and go keep going, they be thinking about finances now. See? Years back, they ain't think about no finances. I don't think <laughs> a lot of kids. You you would think by the way you just made it sound like they had a lot of kids. They didn't think about finances. They just loved one another. Okay, let's have a lot of kids just run around here. And just and that's about it. Now it's I'm just thinking. Okay, I have four kids. I. The, the same equivalent of what I grew up with. It was me and my brothers. Four to number four. Yeah. I'm just used... I'm I'm a man that's kind of used in certain ways of thinking. With four children, probably space them out the exact same way that you had us spaced out. We were able to look after one another. Now you got to look after Geraldine. Geraldine. She came in late in life. She's seven now. She's the girl in the household. But she's cool. Yeah. She has us, the grown-up uh, siblings, to look after her. And I'm old, and she's she knows who to run up to. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She knows who to run up to. She knows exactly, okay, if I want to go to take, play some games or something, she goes to uh, Joe if she wants to eat or just lounge around and just kick it with somebody. She goes to me. Whenever Kevin's around, she'll go over to him and she'll listen to music with him. I'm saying she knows the people who to go to. And then whenever she knows she's getting wild out of hand, she runs up to mom and dad like to justify her being able to be running around and just do everything else. Even though I tell her, sit down or something. She'll say, yeah, mom. I remember you a long time ago. I'm not never going to beat my kids. Hey, I'm still, I still stick to that. Yeah, I know. I believe that. I said, yeah, you say that now. I believe. I don't believe in beating. No, I don't believe no. in that. But I'm just saying that you Spanking didn't want nobody check-tizing nobody either when you was young. Oh, my God. But you were so curious. Jeez. Gerald was curious, people. I sound to this day. I'm never going to make it. I'm not. And you still, yes. Yes. I used to just stand there and look at you in the store like, I'm, watch him touch this. I know he's going to touch it. Here he goes. There it is. He touched it. Another time to look at you, said, you done now? You can put that back. <laughs> you, you put it back and keep on going. She's still looking, though. Uh, I'm still into that. You are so, you are, you are one curious this. guy. You are. But you're, you're something different, though. This is why this whole podcast was being made. This is why this is here. <laughs> I am, yeah. I'm a curious individual. Whenever I think about something, I think about it and then produce ideas and speak. But just remember, though, everything... And life is not easy. Oh, come on. If anything kids, else, I know. As far as, you know, talking manner, you got to respect your children. The children respect you. It's the same way that goes. Especially now. Years back, you'd be say, you'd be seen and not heard. not heard. And people don't talk in front of children. Now people talk all, all over children. I mean, they can be right there. They're still talking. You can't talk around kids. Let a kid still be a kid. 
Say, excuse me, but you got to leave the room. I let you be a kid. I never talk around you like that. Because when you grow up, I tell you, just take your time. You grow up, you ain't going to want to grow up then. Responsibilities is something. Let a child, people, be children. When you talk, let them leave the room. They got to leave the room. Don't listen to mom and dad. <laughs> conversation, that is. Mm, Conversation-wise with other uh, adults. Adults, yeah. And, that's, and that still pertains to this day. Matter of fact, let me give you guys a little story right here. I was about ooh, 16. Yep, 16, because it was my last year in high school. I was in art class, and I had a problem with my art teacher for a minute because she said something. I go home, I inform my mother of this. My mom drives to the school. I'm in there with the principal and my mom. He sees the uh, drawing that I did. And it's nothing even profanity or anything wrong or anything. It was a little play on words at the time. And he looks at it. He says, okay, I see nothing wrong here with this. And I'll just, I'll just speak to the art teacher. And after he said that, there was a little couple of seconds later, just nothing still. My mom looks at me and said, you can leave out of here now. Yeah, I said, you can you can leave now, Gerald. And I, I, not asked him, I said, are you done with Gerald? He said, yes. I said, well, Gerald, you can leave. Can he, he can leave. He said, yeah, he can go back to his classroom. Well, this is at the school now. I just waited outside out of the office. I waited oh, that's in the what chair. you did? Okay, yeah. all right. It was at the school. It was at the school, uh-huh. okay. And I left out, of the, I left out of the principal's office and... My mom and the principal just talked. Yeah. He said, um, why you let him leave? What happened? I said, well, because we're talking. And I think a child should stay a child as long as they can. They don't even know what we're talking about. And he said, you're the first person that ever did that. They always have him stay in the room while we're talking. I said, no, my kids don't. Uh-uh. I don't, I don't play that. I'm still old school. You don't need to. Y'all don't need to be having these children. <laughs> Listen to the conversation of a parent, even when you go to school with a professor. I don't care. I got the, I'm going to say it again. I don't care how old your child gets. Your child always going to be a child to, should be a child to you. I mean, the respect, and they'll respect you more better. Now, when they get older, yeah, they're going to have to learn some things. Yeah, you have to tell them some things. But they never should be all up in your business and interrupt you and say, no, mom, that ain't it, or... Even when you get older. Because I'll be like, wait a minute, excuse me, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> Even in certain instances Watch now. yourself. Oh. Dear your mom, you can leave the room, I'll be back, or I'll leave. And talk in my, in my room. And I just feel like a child should always stay a child. In your conversation. With other uh, with, yeah, big high with other, people. Yeah, with other people, yeah. Unless they, you know, unless it's, you know, unless you are about your age now and, you know. Have learned tricks of trade? You have to, you have to talk to them. You have to talk to them. Don't talk too much. (laughs) That's fun. What? Don't talk too much. No. Say what you got to say and be quiet. You know, I think a lot of people will benefit from that. A lot. (laughs) Say what you got to say and then uh, dip. Yes. That's what that would need to be. That would, my mother always said, "Say what you gotta say, and don't say another word after that." And see where it come out. And every time you do it, it comes out better. It comes out so much better. 
So much better. To say what you got to say. Say what you got to say to that person and let it go. And just stood there and just let you see what they said. They don't say no. I say, okay, you're done? Okay, we're good. See? This is what I'm talking about. This is my mom. Wisdom at its finest. You want to say anything else, mom? No. Well, that was a, just, just like that. That was a straight no. Uh, you want to let them know where they can find you or anything? No, I'm not found. Oh, well, there it is. She's, she's, uh, she don't really do social. I forgot. That was a crazy question for me to ask. But yeah, my mom don't really don't do social media like that. But uh, yeah. And now I, uh, that was my conversation with my mom. I'll throw it back to you, Gerald. I hope you enjoyed the interview uh, with my mom. Matter of fact, not really an interview, just that conversation that me and my mom had about uh, children and parents' respect towards one another and the uh, not issue, but the conversation on marriage. And what I want you guys to do is have those type, have those two conversations with your parents. Have the conversation of respect. How much respect is a child supposed to get from an, an adult, from their parent, and how much the parent is supposed to uh, give their children the respect? Are they supposed to give them the exact same amount, or is there a different uh, set amount of respect that each one gives one another? And with marriage, ask them how do they ask them how they feel about marriage. Do they think everybody should be married? I mean, that is a that's a big topic of discussion now. Ask them, do they think marriage is applicable for this new crop of people now? Do you think that it works now or do you think that it's now a pastime? And do you think people should just be kicking it? If you're with that person, you just stay with that person until you guys either eventually fizzle it out or you guys just stay together. I think for me personally, the marriage title should not be around anymore with this new crop. I think we have now gone into a new era where we just want to be together until, well, either A, you're done, or either B, you stick together, and that's about it. You just don't have that title of husband and wife. But that's just me. That's my question for you guys. Have that conversation with your parents. Or if you don't want to have that conversation with your parents, have that conversation with friends or associates or even your partner or spouse. Just have those type of, just have that conversation. Um, Yeah, I'm done. That was my Two Cents Podcast, episode 15. Um, I'll see you guys next week. I love you guys. We are still going through a dark time in America right now, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. We are slowly getting there, but like I said previously, there is a light. We are seeing it, and more than less, before you can even before you realize we're going to be back to our previous ways of being out and being around one another but until then wear your mask do the uh protocols you're supposed to and be courteous and nice to one another trust me being nice goes a long way but until then until you hear this uh sweet lovely voice again that has been my two cents podcast presented by gt i want to thank my mother for being a guest on this episode um, I love you, and I love all you guys that listen to this uh, podcast episode. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. I love you. I'm out. Peace. I'm tired. You tired. Uh-huh. Jesus wept.